Hi, it's Stephanie. Hi, this is Penny. Hi, this is Elizabeth. What up, it's Christine. And this is The The Wall. Hi guys, welcome back to Intentional Summer. It is the finale, episode six, and we have come to an end. And it's been a really fun journey and we thank you all for engaging all the messages and questions and stuff like that. So if you do have any questions, um, just because the season's over doesn't mean that you can't contact us. Please continue to do so because it is very encouraging to know that you guys are listening and engaging and stuff like that and yeah we just want to continue on with the conversation so please do keep contacting us in any way and shape and form so today we're talking about self-reflection and I want to start um by playing a game called complete the sentence and the sentence that you're completing is it's possible I might be lying to myself when Mm. dot 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 is that your answer no trying not to lie to myself now um <laughs> it's possible i'm lying to myself when i set a stupidly like unrealistic uh, deadline or something okay oh i'll go next um it's possible i'm lying to myself when i really start to overthink it i'll go it's possible i'm lying to myself when i go above and beyond what is necessary to explain my actions it's possible I'm lying to myself if I find myself running away from what I need to do. Amazing. And that leads us into our first question of the day. And that is, why is self-reflection so hard? Because you can lie to yourself. <laughs> I'm going to need you to go deeper. What? Yeah, self-reflection is hard because one, you can, you can fully lie to yourself. Beyonce was lying in that song with myself. <laughs> no, she said she can never disappoint herself. Yeah, you definitely can. And the thing is, it's like, in everyone's story, right, in your head, you're the main character, you're the victim, you're the damsel in distress, mm. or you're the, the guy that needs to rescue everyone, right? Mm. But when you have to in- do, like, what's that word? What's the English? Introspection. Intra, yeah. Intra- introspection. Intra- uh-huh. Yeah. So, I'm so, I went to school twice. Um, <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, when you have to do that for yourself, sometimes you're the villain. Like, yeah, sometimes true. you're the toxic one. Sometimes yeah. that, that argument was fully your fault, and you have to own it. And you have to be comfortable owning it, but also comfortable to accept the fact that you're wrong and that you actually were the villain in someone else's story. Like, that's not a part of life that many of us think about. Yeah. So self-reflection is hard because it forces you to face yourself without any of the filters, without any of the frills, or without any of the stuff that we use to make ourselves feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did it. So my, um, guys, I've officially finished my master's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I'll say that to say. So, my final essay was a self-reflective essay where I had to talk about. So, I went on a placement and I had to talk about me, basically my experience on the placement and what I did well, what I didn't do well, and literally go deep into like what I thought how my thoughts changed, what that says about what I, like, I really had, I mean, it's a master program, so they really want you to go deep. And it was the first time I'd ever actually, if I'm being honest, I think it's the first time I was reflective on purpose and had to go beyond the, oh, that was, that was wrong of me or, oh, that was a terrible situation, but actually figure out why and what my part was to play in it. And it was interesting because it was around, it was literally just two weeks, no, last week. And I was already thinking of doing this episode and I was like, so this is what reflective 
practice really is like it's not comfortable because as I'm typing there I'm typing about myself I'm like yeah this is <laughs> I think what you even said about like you had to go deep into it because I was thinking like oh what would that mean and then it's like you know when you're like weaknesses like time management mm. that's the surface level answer yeah the deeper inspection is that i have an issue with boundaries <laughs> that way i can't actually plan things well because i'm afraid but you have to really yeah. check like okay time management is cute that's why do you have, yeah. have issues with time management why do you have issues with planning and structuring your own time for something you want to do for yourself yeah. um and that's 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 not fun I think that's what makes it deep is getting to the why yeah. of it all. Yeah. It's very easy to just be like, oh, well, I could have done this better or I should mm. have done this. But it's like, OK, but what did you do that led you to act in this way? Mm. Why did you do it? Mm-hmm. And that's where you get to the to the to the crux of yeah. the crux of it. Crux, really. Yeah. yeah. Where did you learn that? From? Yeah. Where did you learn that from? Yeah. How do you check? How do you change it going forward? What was your childhood like? It's literally like therapy for yourself, with yourself. But that's the thing, I think it can be really quite painful as well, which is Mm, one other thing that makes it really hard because you never know what you're going to uncover. It's so easy to give ourselves a pat on the back. It's very easy Mm. when the going is going well. You're like, yeah, uh I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm the winner. Uh Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But when things don't go our way to have to sit down and say actually I played a part in this yes. it's not the world against me and yeah. everybody yes. hates me and my yes. <laughs> it's everybody else's problem actually what if I'm the problem mm. and if I am the problem then why am I the problem and yeah. it's difficult to because you have to face yourself it's yeah, like looking it. in the mirror and you can be your worst only you, worst enemy you can. Like, yeah. And, yeah. and that's what makes it difficult I think I think that's the self-sabotage um, aspect of it in that so I've read I've realized recently that obviously we're in the era of therapy which I think is a great thing um understanding mental health and having the I guess the boldness to seek therapy because it was not something that was done as much back in the day but I don't know I I've I'm starting to feel like yeah. <laughs> don't judge me I feel like I feel like I know what she's about to say mm-hmm. put it out there I feel like there's a there's like it, with the emergence of seeking therapy there's a a thin line that's emerging where it's like we've gone from blaming ourselves all the time and like not not being able to see how you know something happened to us so we would just used to shoulder it it was our fault and we wouldn't speak about it we've gone from that to not blaming ourselves at all like no accountability mm. and and I'm not yeah. saying it's because of therapy but I'm it's I don't know how to put it I know, to- I know what you mean I think the way I'd word it is this very hyper self-care soft life mm. culture that we kind of have now where if it doesn't serve me cut it off yeah yeah if it no longer benefits me and it's just like ah, what are you like a, a visa user <laughs> where's that but that's i think that's what you mean because that can come from therapy but i think a good therapist is not so is supposed to like point you to like okay what did you do mm-hmm. like what was your point a good therapist i don't know about the ones you guys have been finding on group one but like yeah and I, yeah so i'm not i'm i'm definitely not saying therapy isn't a great thing but i think it's becoming easier to use therapy as a crutch as opposed to because i think therapy is supposed to unearth the issues and then give you the apparatus you need to deal with it but the issues that with you yourself as, as well as other people but mm-hmm. Because you can't change how other people treat you. Mm. You can't. You can't change the things that happen, but you can change how you your part. You, yeah. Like your how you your respond. Yeah, and how you, yeah. and how you navigate. Yeah. yeah, I feel like there's a lot of cycles that get repeated and repeated and repeated, and it can't just always be because there's. But they, like, yeah, at you, some point, it's uh, you're choosing to because I think 
like as you're talking i'm like okay cool like i, I agree i think there are there are childhood traumas that you literally couldn't control mm-hmm. like, yeah you don't have any say over your own narrative yeah. at that point it's the people that are supposed to take care of you that they do right? yeah um and in those scenarios not your fault cool however you now are aware of that pattern you are still perpetuating mm. the pattern by allowing yourself to be in scenarios that uh, um, in scenarios that are fully just the same thing just a different different, different, people, yeah. different environment mm. um, at that point I think it's the case of like okay when do you decide to hop off the train mm. like when do you yeah. towards, that's enough now I'm dizzy I'm finished it's over like and I think because I think a lot of people pay for therapy but they don't actually listen to their therapist mm. oh they could be there because like I feel like if we were to invite therapists over they would say thank you <laughs> that's not what I said but that's what it's paying me because they just want to rant yeah they want to vent get their frustration mm-hmm. they just want to vent mm-hmm. I give them tools because the truth the truth about therapy because I've done it is that like and my therapist would always say like okay you can pay me and come and sit and I, I don't know I'm going to stop you if you want however if you don't put to practice all the things I'm teaching you mm-hmm. you're wasting your time mm-hmm. and you're wasting your time you're wasting my time technically yeah I'm not here to have you as a repeat someone to just keep giving money i actually want to see success rate like i want to see i want to talk about something else mm. i don't want to keep going back to the same you know and i've had people come and speak to me how do i say this without putting the person on blast oh uh <laughs> they pulled me up before and they're like oh i want to talk about this thing i'm like yeah and they're like oh yeah you know i realized that start telling me about their childhood mm. and how something that they did to me was as a response of their childhood and i was just like okay <laughs> <laughs> Okay. is that an apology or yeah I'm just like, okay. it wasn't <laughs> it was a i'm it was a here's my excuse this is what i mean about it's like it's good for you to unearth what happens in your childhood but you were still accountable for something in this situation i think it's also the victim mentality it's mm. so easy to yeah. play the victim because what it does is. a victim get the victim gets sympathy mm. the victim gets condolences everybody's suddenly on your side and you're no longer the victim yeah the you have a, yeah or anything as a like victim that. you have a voice this is as it. a victim you and don't you have, have responsibility yeah exactly you don't have to take responsibility but the problem is and there's nothing wrong with having a, a situation like that places you as a victim yeah but you're not supposed to stay there. And yeah. this is the issue is wanting to stay there, wanting and I feel like people get addicted to we get addicted to that feeling of the validation of being mm. a victim. So rather than having that as something that happened to me, a circumstance that happened, now this is how I'm gonna break through and this is how I'm gonna use this experience to now set other people free. It becomes an identity. Yeah. Perpetual victim, perpetual everybody is against me, perpetual mm. everybody else is mad. And that's again where that spirit of self sabotage because it's, it's linked to so many other things like yeah. when you go under it because self-sabotage is basically like you're ruining something because you don't you're not really you don't have the the foresight to think that it's actually going to work you're thinking yeah. well you know because of past experience mm, because of yeah. what's happened to me in the past because of you know people are just evil this world is wicked mm-hmm. then do you know what i'm just not going to let anybody in and i'm just going to tear this down before it falls down on my head mm-hmm. and it's that kind of mentality and and that's can end up ruining something that's really good because it's like i'm i want to beat them first it's almost like um a defense mechanism if anything like yeah. i'll speak from my experience like not letting people in because i'm like well some people have hurt me in the past so mm. before this person can hurt me i'll put up these walls yeah, so yeah, that it means yeah. that before they can even hurt me I'm, I'm already gone yeah, yeah exactly i think one of the things that i've noticed um with with myself in the last couple of years is that i how to put it I I get really uncomfortable or I used to because I'm changing now but <laughs> I used to get really uncomfortable with apologizing um and it it could it could be to the point where it's like I 
I know that I'm wrong, <laughs> but I used to just not be able to, and it was weird. Like I used to just not be able to like say the words, I'm sorry. But I, I, I wanted to find out why. Cause it's like, why? Cause I'm sorry. And I might even do things like in my actions to show that I'm sorry to a person, but I won't be able to actually say I'm sorry. But then I came to realize, like, I think that when you say you're sorry, you actually have to, that's you taking accountability. That's you actually saying I've done something wrong and you have to, so then you have to think about your actions mm. and then you actually have to study yeah. what it is that you did wrong. And I think that's the element of, self-reflection and like self-sabotage is that not reflecting on you but reflecting on the situation you're meant to do both you're meant to reflect on the situation but also on yourself mm. otherwise yeah. it's the, just gonna keep on it's happening the cycle that just yeah. keeps going on and on and on and on yeah yeah and like you said christine when when she decided to get off this merry-go-round and change it that's right so i wanted to ask you guys what is one thing like practically if you could list one thing that you think is practically helpful for self-reflection in your own experience, what would you say? I think for me personally, sitting down and spending time with the Lord and actually this past week, I'd say a few weeks, well, couple, no, this week actually, um, I really had to do that. Because like we said earlier, it's really easy to tell yourself, like, okay, well, you know, yeah. everybody's mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, why did you live me but, in this world? <laughs> now to sit down with the Lord and be like, okay, show me myself, show me my flesh, show me my own madness. Like, mm. it's, it's not easy. And I think for me, that's been the place to start. I mean, there may be many other ways to do it as well. But I think as a Christian, that should be always be our yeah. starting point is yeah. okay god show me because then he can bring in other people to help mm-hmm. or it can be a completely personal and a solo thing but either way i think for me that's that's a place to start with the lord i would agree and i would echo what you've just said elizabeth um going through an experience where i really had to self-reflect um i would say another thing that helped me is actually like using other people who i would consider are close to me and who I actually value their opinions, mm. people who will actually hold me accountable, using them as a sounding board. Mm. So explaining the situation to them and genuinely asking them, am I wrong in this mm-hmm. situation? Yeah, yeah. What What's your view on this situation? How would you navigate this? Is there something that you think I should have done differently? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, sometimes if, when you're talking to yourself, like you said, it's very easy to play victim mm-hmm. and tell yourself like, oh, but, this person did me like this. So I'm very valid in my feelings and my emotions, et cetera, et cetera. However, if you use other people as a sounding board mm-hmm. and multiple people, yeah. or if everyone is telling you, you were wrong, you need to go back and check yourself. Yeah. And then maybe you need to figure out how to change your actions going forward. So Absolutely. I would say, yes, using yeah. other people that you consider to be, what's the word? Not so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And they will yeah, back you. You don't yeah. want a bunch of yes, yes men. No, you no, want yes people man, yeah. who are going to check you. Mm. Like who go and check me, boo. These people go and check mm. me. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I, I think just to add to that is like I think sometimes I don't know if anyone else does this, but sometimes something can play out and as you're playing it back, the person's responses are way worse than they actually were <laughs> at the time. Like they may have said, How could you? And in your head, when you're playing it back, they insulted your mother. They cursed you. <laughs> and when you're relaying the story to people, you can't give any yeah. extra frills. It literally has to be... What did they say? Whatever, yeah. Like, what did they actually say? Yeah. You too, don't try and start sugarcoating. I only said it like this because I thought... No. <laughs> 
you read it out just line for line exactly yeah. as you said and if you aren't sure you can't quote what the person said then you said i won't quote them because i don't remember mm. I'm angry, but this is what i remember they were said so i think being disciplined enough to tell the story correctly when you're telling people so that you're giving them the actual chance to give you like a very like a a non-biased yeah. <laughs> version yeah and um, and i do the same thing but um mine sounds a bit more raz than <laughs> <laughs> i just that am i mad <laughs> and the way the reason and i checked it and i was like the reason why i, th- I say am i the mad one here because i always want to prepare myself to be told i'm wrong yeah mm. that's like i mentally i don't like being, i don't like being, i don't like doing the wrong thing so i don't have to go and say sorry so i avoid it like i try and tread light mm. <laughs> most people because i don't like to have to i'm really sorry i hurt you <laughs> I hate those conversations. What could it make me feel weird? So I just try and walk light. However, and this is why, in a sense, that's actually kind of is not good on my part mm. because I notice that people tend to get away with murder with me, and mm. then when I flip, it's no one sees it coming. You, yeah, <laughs> but I see it coming because I've let I've let things slide. But I always prepare myself to be wrong when I'm asking people for like this opinion. So when I say, "Am I mad?" I'm preparing for you to tell me, yes, Christine, you are fully out of line. I think I that's don't even put it on the other person. Forget yep. them. I can't control what they did. I can't control what they said. I can control what I said mm. and how I responded. Um, and that's the way I also like use people as a sounding board, but just with those very just like specific ways of making sure that I'm not giving myself any chance to paint them as a bad person mm. or any chance for me to wiggle out of being corrected. Yeah. Because once you've done that, the person's wasting their breath even telling you like, oh, because you're not giving them the yeah. truth. Um, and I think another thing that I do regularly, like, is just, I regularly check myself. Um, I check, if I'm not in the mood, I will avoid being around people because I know I'm not in the mood. Mm. And today my response might be <laughs> to <raz>. something. <laughs> so let me just, and I'll tell them, I'm like, I'm not in the best place today, so I'm just going to be quiet. Mm. Simple. Or if I know the conversation's going left, like, sometimes you don't even need to respond. Not everything requires a response. Yeah. Not everything requires your feedback. Just be quiet. And I'm comfortable being silent. Like, I'm actually comfortable not having a, an opinion on everything. Mm. Um, I've learned that, that sometimes because, Stephanie, we're related. So, you know, our mouth sometimes um, is very not, Just is not sanctified. So <laughs> I've learned. I'll be working on it, though. I'll be trying. Um, so uh, my solution, just be quiet. Yeah, slow to speak. Like literally, just be slow to speak. That's actually been me. Slow to speak. Like, That's been me. So, like, Lord, hold my tongue. Mm. Hold my tongue because if I talk, <laughs> um, and I think that just that having that relationship with God, where I'm like, God, like, show me myself. Yeah, I don't. I know how to hide. I know how yeah. to lie to myself. Yeah. I know how to paint myself as anything I want. But like, you know me, and you see me. Like, so I think it's in Psalm 139, towards the very end, and it says like 23 and 24. <laughs> she, she, <knows. laughs> she says like, it's something along the lines of like try me like no matter my yeah. like, thoughts me like search it. me search me in the me. inward yeah. part and if there's anything that is not right like put me on the on the part right. of righteousness mm, yeah. um and that is not and i was saying to my friend like that's not a cute prayer of repentance. No. that's a prayer well. of check me yeah. <laughs> yeah like god check me you know people say who's gonna check me Boo. like it's god like check me fully. yeah like finish me like literally yeah. air me out right <laughs> let's go drag me because i need to know yeah um and i need to not have the comfort of my lies and my own self-righteousness as a cushion and i think one thing you said about um, being prepared to hear that you were wrong i think is important because even though this is about self-reflection there is an aspect where you know you you open yourself up to other people to be able to hear their side of things because and then you take it back and you you know you ruminate on it and you're like okay so what what is the situation about and I, what i found recently is that 
you, it's very easy to to just have the people around you that are going to tell you what you want to hear. Easy. Or you can go, you can pick the person that you, you yeah. that because you, you <laughs> yeah. know they're going to give Strategic you, selection. yeah, you, you go and tell. But I think what's harder is actually allowing and a sound, sound, obviously sound advice, but allowing advice to, to reach you that you may not want to hear yeah. and receiving it. Mm-hmm. And we act like, yeah, yeah, I've got friends. Yeah, I've got close friends, but a close friend is someone that you can hear from. Yeah. And you may not, they may not agree with what you're doing, but you can take what they're saying and reflect on it and figure out what is what. Mm-hmm. And if you're not able to to have those close friends that can challenge you, yeah. there's that's like it's so important to me they, these yeah, days. Like, yeah, yeah, because it's like this is not um, this is not it's not cute anymore. We in the last days, okay? It's not <laughs> it's not time to be cute anymore. If I can't have a conversation with my friend and say, look, this doesn't make sense, or my friend can't come to me and say this doesn't make sense, and I receive it mm-hmm. without the angst, without the ego playing there's something wrong and I think that's that's my that's been my thing in terms of like what was one thing is ego I've had to actually like ask the Lord remove my ego Mm -hmm. (laughs) strip it strip it out (laughs) take it away from me so that I can hear you like the Lord saying to me you need to chill in this situation it's not even about you Mm -hmm. like babe relax this is deeper than you just (laughs) relax yourself and also be like I need to be able to hear from other people as well that say oh I don't think this is right and even if I think I'm right it's okay for me to hear them say they don't and I can take that and say okay are they wrong am I right and like actually balance the opinions yeah it's important but if all I have around me is yes 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 and I block out the lord's no and make turn that into a yes and because it's it's another thing that's this is another podcast another day but it's another thing to actually to and then like it's easy for me to be like well I'm the child I'm a child of God so he must be on my side no, he loves me. It doesn't mean he's on my side in this thing. Yeah. I can still Did be wrong. Exactly. Yeah. And I think someone was saying, um, he, someone was teaching and he was like, you know, God will be, just on the back of what you're saying, like God will be wherever you are. Mm. But just because there's just, that, that doesn't mean that where you are is where he wants to be. Thank That's you. That's it. Like, Jesus was walking on water because he wanted to walk on water. Right. He did not want to sit in no dingy boat with them. He wanted to walk on water. He wanted to show them some things. And then the moment that wasn't possible anymore, he got in the boat. If mm. he wanted to be in the boat with them, he would have started in the boat. Mm. So that's what it shows us that like God, of course, will be wherever wherever we are. However, is where we are where God wants to be. And I think mm. it's really important to sit and have that reflection and like God, okay, where am I in my attitude? Where mm. am I in my behavior and my character? Is this actually where I'm supposed to be? Mm. Probably not. Okay, let's work on it. I believe in Jesus and therapy. I believe both of them go hand in hand. I believe um, you balance the two. Um, but I believe that one of the things that you have to be comfortable with is the fact that you are the villain. I've told myself that. I'm looking, sometimes I'm sitting there like, okay, what did I do? Argument could happen with a friend and I'm always checking myself. I'm like, Christine, why did you talk to her like that? Mm. Why did you respond to her like that? Why did you like I I'm I'm readily to correct myself because I have to. <laughs> like there's no one else that's gonna steward this body if not me. Mm. There's no one else that's gonna steward my mind if it's not me. So I need to check myself because if you don't check yourself, before you know it, the person that you become, you won't even recognize. Mm. You'll be looking back like, oh, I used to be so loving and I used to be so kind. Used to, what that the heck happened on the mm. way to where you are now? Um and me and Stephanie have had this multiple times where she'll call me, she's on ten. And I'm like... 20. No, 25. <laughs> and I'm like, and I listen. And the thing is, is that, like, good friends will walk the journey with you. Yeah. Because sometimes, even her, like, if she wants to correct me, sometimes it's like, no, but I know I didn't. And after she's like, I hear you, girl. <laughs> girl. <laughs> and I'm like... One time, one time Christy was like, um, do you want to hear the truth or do you want to hear the loud? I was like, 
the lie. I was like, no, I'm joking. Because <laughs> sometimes you do. I think sometimes you do. In deep inside, you want to hear the lie. Yeah. But yeah. you, but you, what you need is the truth. You need the truth. I like to ask, so I don't. Because you know, some people yeah. just want to rant. Just because some of your friends just want to rant, just so they can rant. They don't. You know, they don't want your Jesus talk. They don't mm. want that. Mm. They just want you to shut up and listen. So I'm more like, do you Jesus talk? want the truth, or do you want me to just sit here and lie to you? What do you want? No, if you call me, you want the truth. Yeah, <laughs> and, but that, and that's real though. I, I, I don't have time to ask you. <laughs> I'm just be like, I'm, like go, to I'm gonna give you the truth. And one way in which I deal, I deal with that, I'm gonna ask you all the difficult questions. Mm. So whether you came to came to me and you just wanted to run, I'm gonna ask you. Okay, so why did you do that? Mm. Or what were you trying to get out of this situation? Okay, how do you view this person? Mm. Where do you see this um, friendship or this relationship with this person um, five, ten years down the line before I can actually give you some sound mm. advice? Because I'm not, I'm not a yes man. I'm not going to be someone who's going to sit there and tell you, yeah, 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 you yeah. are right. You should definitely be angry. In fact, you should cut that person off. I'm going to be like, <laughs> <Don't> no. <laughs> what would Jesus do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you're saying, like, time is short. We don't have time. Mate. Evaluate your circle. Mm. Evaluate yourself. Like, I think first things first, evaluate yourself. Everyone else is relevant. Like, mm. evaluate yourself. And then um, and then you move from there. So this leads me into one of my, well, the favourite part of today. Um, So I want us to dissect this quote. I just want your thoughts. Everyone just give me your first thoughts on my favourite quote. It's by Ralph Waldo Emerson. And it, I've loved it. I sorry, this is about, I just love this quote. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is this is like apart from scripture, this is like my anchor quote for my life. And it goes like this: It goes, whatever games are played with us, we must play no games with ourselves, but deal in our privacy with the last honesty and truth. Less thoughts. Wow. <laughs> Deep, right? Deep. Repeat it one more time. Yeah. Slowly. Okay. Whatever games are played with us. We must play no games with ourselves, but deal in our privacy with the last honesty and truth. It's interesting. Basically, it takes away the how we want to make an excuse. So, for mm. example, whatever games are played with us is basically saying whatever anyone else has done to you, any other circumstance is irrelevant. What is the most important thing in that moment is for you to mm. now go and check yourself and work on yourself. Yeah. So. It takes the onus off of other people, mm-hmm. like yeah. external anything. And it's just like, no, you deal with you. Yeah. Like, Forget you them. Forget mm-hmm. them. You can't control what they do. You can't control what they... And the thing is, imagine the world if everybody was working on themselves. themselves. Mm-hmm. Like if everybody's like, oh, I can't control you, but I can control yeah. you. And this is how I'm going to respond to like life. Imagine yeah. like how we would treat each other just because I'm watching how I speak to you because I genuinely don't want to like just act up because that's not my character. Yeah. And imagine if we all did that, like... I think my favorite part of this quote is the last honesty and truth because I I get this picture of almost someone like digging and digging and digging and digging until they get to the until they can't dig anymore like this is the the rawest this is all that's left this is the truth of it to take away all the stuff in a situation the what people did to me you know it was raining outside the the curses of my <laughs> like, to strip away all of that and get to the point of where was I in this yeah. because you, you are the main character in this in this situation but not the main character in the way you think the the control we think we have over things in in you know this kind of like surface level like I'm reflecting I'm working on myself and um, I'm cutting everybody off I don't know why I'm putting an American accent but you know what I mean <laughs> it's very much you know I'm shutting everyone out because they are the problem but this is saying actually no forget about them like, 
be honest with yourself about what the part you've had to play. And the reason why I think I've had a lot of situations recently with myself and other people where I've relayed the situation and I've been like, oh, you know, and they did this and they did that, they did that. And then I've sat and then the Lord's been like, okay, it's very interesting, you know, that you should say that they did. But um, <laughs> on such and such an occasion, I remember giving you a, a, an instruction <laughs> that you did not follow. This is literally the Lord talking to me. And I'd be like, no, no, yeah, you're right. Yes, no. And you know, you're still trying to be like, yeah, but other people. And, and the Lord's like, yeah, but this is the instruction I gave to you. And if you followed that instruction, those other things, they wouldn't have affected you the way that they did. And likewise with other people and other people's situations where they've been like, you know, this has happened to me, this has happened to me. And it's been true, these things have happened. But I guess when you're on the outside looking and you're here in some situation, you can see where it's like, but this part, this part belonged to you. And, you know, you can you can start to see where where your part is important and how important your part is. And I feel like we take for granted how important our part is. And it's really easy to get caught in this cycle. I always think about soul, um, not Paul soul to Paul soul as in kings kings yeah I think about his story at least once a year no more than that I'm not like three times a year he was stressful (laughs) (laughs) but do you know what yeah and I think I might have even mentioned this on another episode I think about soul a lot you know (laughs) 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 no only because it's really like it's really easy for anyone to be King Saul, but mm. people don't act like it. People are like, oh, King Saul, what? Oh, he was a mess. Ah, oh, his story. Ah, thank God they we found David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody yeah. wants to be a David, but low key, everybody is a soul because if you think about it, Saul, like he had humble beginnings. He could do the thing where he goes to therapy and unearths the fact that you know he came from humble beginnings. He didn't know if his dad really loved him. At one point, he said, "No, nah, I think my dad would prefer that I find the animals rather than myself because you know I think he values them more." Like he had low self worth. He was from the low clan. All that kind of stuff. He he had that backstory. The Lord raised him up, and it's possible he still had those those problems. And then when he got to a point of of being raised up, the Lord gave him an instruction, and he he disobeyed that instruction because something in him was still seeking the approval of man. Mm. He still wanted Ooh. that. And that was, that's, but when Samuel came to him was like, okay, um, the Lord is displeased with you and he's removing his anointing. That was the point because we couldn't understand that Saul had, he, he had a backstory, right? Mm. So we can be like, yeah, but this is Saul, Saul's the victim in this. He's yeah. got low self esteem. But there was at a point where God gave him an instruction. Yeah, that's all the grown man. Yeah. <laughs> You've grown now. And and the Lord has raised you up. So the Lord has told you that. Forget all of that stuff. Mm. I'm calling you something new. I've given you a new persona, but you're still holding on to that because mm. that's still your backstory. And then he, he got the instruction. Strike one. Okay, fine. Disobeyed the instruction. You know, we all do it. But now he's brought you a prophet, yeah. And a prophet's come to you to tell you the Lord is his peace, he's removing his anointing. What does he say? Oh, but wait, let's go and please, let's go and still pray in front of the people mm, so yeah, they can still see that the... It looks the, like... Anoint- it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. You still don't get it. Yeah. The bigger problem here is that the Lord is about to remove his anointing. <laughs> it's not it's not about what the the people he and like, like tear his clothes or put his <laughs> on his head or anything like that. He like, said we have to go perform. <laughs> The Lord has removed it. The, the message has come. He sent somebody. Yes, he said, I hear it. But. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and the things that I hear it by is a lot of us though, because yeah. you know the Lord has given you an instruction. He's given you something that you were meant to be obedient in. You disobeyed. But you're still saying, Oh, but the people that you know, but the person that did this to me, but the thing that did this to me, the circumstances, my family, this, and you that you still disobey that instruction. Mm. And look at what happened to Saul. So God didn't say, Well, because of your humble beginnings, you know. I know you had lots of it. That's true. 
he, was he, it was a disgusting ending. <laughs> and it's scary because that ends up being a lot of us. Like we, because we, we refuse to let go of that part of the victim, like you said, that victim mentality and be honest about what we could have done and should have done. Mm. So I feel like when I was thinking of this, this um quote, I was like, it's immediately again, soul. Because I'm always like, my prayer is like, Lord, don't let me be a soul. <laughs> if you're about to remove your anointing, let me quickly cotton on and be Catch obedient. It. Because obedience, disobedience will destroy you. Oh, yeah, the wild thing is that he still reigned for what another forty years or yeah. something without of, actually coming back to God. Yeah. God God's patience is scary. Mm. I think we talk about it like it's some like oh, it's not patience. I kind of no. God's patience is scary. Those parents that you know when you've done something bad and you're expecting a, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> you're expecting to be yelled at, you're expecting to get beat, you're expecting and there's silence. <laughs> you come from how was your day? <laughs> you okay? You all right? Sit down, eat. You're hungry? That's like, that's God, but it's not sinister. It's mm. literally just God watching. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, something that adults always say, usually African like parents will always say, it's like, when I stop talking, be afraid. That's it. And I think he, we hear it so much, we're just like, oh, man. but no, like, this is the truth. When God stops talking, <laughs> be concerned. Be concerned. Be concerned. Because the thing is, is that he doesn't, if you, I don't know if you noticed, but anytime God speaks in the Bible, it's never just for banterous mm. because he got bored and he just wanted to say something. Yeah. Like that. His word carries so much weight mm. that even he is mindful of what he says because yeah. he says, I exalt my word above my name. Mm. Like above all the titles that you guys call me, my word is what, this is this is it. Yeah. So he won't ever speak just ca- like candidly, but we expect God to be telling us the same thing 500 oh, million well, times. Oh, like, honestly. Like, I, said it. I haven't got a new word for you. You um, haven't obeyed the last one. Um, mm. I have a new word for you. I have a new instruction. I'm like, you gonna get it together or... Or, or you'll just keep or on, you miss it. Th- that's it. And he did, he missed, he he reigned, yet still missed it. Yeah. Like if every time we think about soul, we think, oh, poor, 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 poor lad. <laughs> Good thing we got David. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and it's crazy. And I think that's actually that's even a shout. Like the fact that <sighs> success is a real big deceiver. Mm. Success is mm. a solid deceiver. Yes. Because many of us are walking around with the things that we have wanted. And we're like, oh yeah, the things that we were saying, like I made it. Mm. Whether that's the car, whether that's the job, the house, the family, the husband, the kids, the whatever, mm. the money. We think we've made it, but if we were to really go and do a checkup mm. with God, this isn't even. This isn't even. I stopped talking a long time ago. The give, the promises is what you wanted, and now you've got it. And You're not interested in me at all. Me. Yeah, I've been trying to get your attention for a minute, but it's okay. Time will come, and I think that's a. I think that's a scary place to be. And I think the I don't know what it is with humans. We're just so stupid. It's really irritating. Because I don't know when we will ever just like, I don't know when we'll get it. Like we have so many examples in the Bible because I think we forget that these are real life people yeah. that walk this earth. Like yeah. they breathe the same air. Yeah. They they have the same two legs, ten toes. Like, yeah. And their mistakes are mistakes we're still making. Like, you know, so even when I'm like, it's all stressful. I get it. I get it. I'm sure God has said Christine <laughs> many times. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, is that like he still reigned outside of God's protection, mm. outside of God's covering. And That's it was stressful. He, it, oh, it was fact, stressful. He even had an evil spirit that tormented yeah. him. Yes. So, and his replacement yeah. was the one that came. Yeah. I think that just emphasizes why self-reflection is so 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 important. I just um as you were talking, Christine, I just remind um, remember this first. I think it's in First Corinthians, but it talks about 
if you think you're standing firm, mm. um, take heed lest you fall. And it's like, hey, it's so, Jesus. so just, even the weight of that is true mm. because actually you can be la di da di da every day, cool, I'm fine, me and Jesus are homeboys. Mm. And then before you know it, you find yourself in the pit and you're like, whoa, mm. okay, I didn't expect Oh, it's finished and, and you hear depart from me, I never knew you. This yeah. is it. Ah! Oh my God, yeah. That, 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 doesn't, to you. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't scare us. What will? Oh, yeah. yeah, because what more than Jesus serving him all all our lives, and then and he, he didn't. Did, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's terrifying. That's, that's, yeah, the who are you? It's the who are you? Can you imagine? Yeah. So actually, we should be more fearful of that and scared of that than we are of oh the pain of self reflection mm. because then it's for everything that, that God has provided for us is for our own good. And yeah. He tells us take stock, search your heart, ask mm. me to search your heart and see if there's any wicked way within you. If he's telling us that that's necessary, it's necessary. It's necessary. Whether or not it's painful, we Absolutely. have to do it. So, and I think even in that pain, though, like because the thing is that God never just put allows us to experience pain just because He's bored. Yeah, it's because our jo- our job, our journey in this life, is to look more and more like Jesus. Yeah, you know? like that's literally it. Like we we have to go through these things. We have to deny ourselves of things. Mm. We have to sit down and say, okay, yes, Daddy did this to me when I was whatever years old. Yes, mm. my cousins did this. My family did all that kind of stuff. However, here and now, I'm not that person mm. anymore. And I have a responsibility. Yeah, I have a responsibility to to like now that I'm in the driver's yeah. seat. Like, am I in my adulthood? An adult, I'm not like response. Like, I'm not. What's the word? Like, I'm not accountable to a, a parent or a mom. Like, mm. I am an adult here. <laughs> I'm gonna take stock of my own life. Yeah, and I'm gonna make choices that change the trajectory. Yeah, because it's a lot of it's choice. And the thing is, the problem is different when you don't see it. But the problem is when you you know that this is an issue for you and you, and still, you ignore it. You still want to keep trying to get the different results doing the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Which Einstein called madness. It's madness. It's <laughs> <unsanity>. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does that. <laughs> it doesn't work. It Okay, so to round up, um, you know, because it's the season is ending. <laughs> um, I just wanted to ask you guys, what's one thing on on self reflection? What's one thing that you've taken away from the season that you're going to apply to your life, or that you think has um, from any episode as well that has d- done something in you <laughs> okay favorite takeaway. what favorite takeaway of the season there you go i think my favorite takeaway would just be like i think as a whole i would sum everything up and that's been my prayer recently is like lord keep me close to the cross mm. keep me like not even standing now let me be on my knees at the cross mm. <laughs> perpetually because i feel like number one the cross is where our story begins kind of um is where like our redemption starts mm. it is it's in a position that i understand what service what i stand i understand what humility what i understand what it means like to literally lay everything down and i never get too puffed up in myself mm. and think that i've arrived because i can prophesy i might be able to cast out a demon or two like no nah, it's never about me mm. um and i never want to be in a position where i forget that before that cross I was literally bound for a grave mm. um, and I was bound for all kinds of darkness and, 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 and despair. But it was that cross and what took place on that cross that saved me and, and sealed my fate from forever. So I think the main takeaway is just like, let me stay near the cross. Let me stay at, this, let me stay at the feet of my saviour all the days of my life. 
I love that. Mm-hmm. That's way deeper than what I got from the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure, figure out how to jazz my own heart. <laughs> Is the anointing? Looks <laughs> <laughs> look. <laughs> okay, I think for me then, going on a serious tone. Like this, <laughs> it's <laughs> to be. Sorry, guys, no pressure. No, I feel like it. I can't just come out and put in joke now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I think, um, yeah, on the same lines, it's I'm never where I think I am in that. So, similar to what you were saying about arrival mentality, that even though I thought, okay, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, because nothing's going wrong. It doesn't necessarily mean that just because nothing's going wrong that I'm where God wants me to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm always constantly, and actually maybe that's my challenge for the rest of this year is to constantly now be, God, where am I at? Where mm-hmm. am I at? Let's do a health check. Check in here. Where okay. am I? Because, I mean, it's so easy. Like, Satan doesn't take annual leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that one is on, no, is always on job. Take annual leave. No and maternity, is, Oh my goodness. And if he's no looking sickening. for a hairline crack, he's not looking for an open door. He's not yeah. looking for a window because that's so obvious. So we close the doors, we close the windows. But a hairline crack is enough for him to come in and get a foot mm-hmm. and bust up the door and just completely wreck havoc in your life mm-hmm. if you allow him. So I think for me, it's. I, I can never I can't afford to be like I've arrived I can't afford to be like yeah I'm good like if God says okay cool I'm circumcising people's hearts yeah Jesus come and circumcise my heart mm-hmm. even if you did it 24 hours ago even if you did it two hours like do it again const- mm-hmm. exactly constantly constantly because we are the Bible says we are being renewed constantly oh, yeah, day yeah, by yeah. day so I can't be if I'm looking the same as I did yesterday. I've already lost out. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I need to be improving every day yeah. because that's what Jesus Christ does. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 learning to take stock way more often and not being, I guess, neglectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, neglectful in my walk. That okay, cool. I'm 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 where I need to I'm be chilling. because no, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Or chilling because even if you stand still, everything else is moving around yeah. you. So you yeah. are essentially moving back. Yeah. yeah. That was really good. And mm. that made me think of so many scriptures. <laughs> okay, Penny, go. Um, I think I've taken the most out of this episode, actually. Oh, wow. I don't know if you guys noticed, I didn't really do much talking this, <laughs> this episode because I've just been taking a lot of gems. Um, and there was something in particular that you said, Stephanie, which is like, God kill my ego. Mm. I feel like I've definitely um in the last let's say six months been in a deep state of self-reflection Stephanie you know I bounce a lot of ideas off you I'll call you if I'm really upset or I'll message you send you a voice note it's like why are people so weird like (laughs) you know expecting you to be one of those people um to check me so I think I'm um one of the things that I'm taking away is Lord don't let what is for me your anointing miss me don't let it pass me by um and search my heart like whatever it is that I need to change, yeah. let me know because at the end of the day, slow obedience is also still disobedience. Yes. Uh, so, Hi. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like when you talk, I'm ready to follow. Yeah. Like just kind yeah. of, yeah, search my heart and I'm relinquishing it all to you. And yeah, I'm where you lead, I'll follow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what I've definitely got from this season is understanding that God is in everything. Um, every situ- every relationship that we've we've been through. So we talk about dating, dating Paul, all that kind of stuff, friendship, family. It's been teaching me. I feel like God has used that to teach me that He's in everything. Don't try and live 
two lives. So one, mm. this like my normal sort of carnal or just like everyday life where I navigate life by myself. And then I throw some God in it in the nighttime when I do my pray and praise and worship. Like don't try and live two, two lives. Find me in everything. I am in everything. I created everything. So mm. where am I? And I think I've had a lot of conversations recently that people have been annoyed with me. Like my, you know, Christian friends and even non-Christian friends like, oh, we get it, Stephanie, you're a Christian. <laughs> because in every situation that I've, I've, like when you know when you and your friends talk to you about scenarios and stuff like that, and I'd be like, "But Jesus, like, because and I'm not just doing it because I want to, to be. I'm not even normally that person, but I'm like, God has been showing me how He isn't everything. Mm. Like, nah, this is real. Like, people like to act like God is on one side and He's just the prissy kind of like you know cute cutesy thing, and then mm. life is on the other. Life is lifing. God is is life. Mm. <laughs> so He is in everything, and He is in every relationship, in every situation, in every heartbreak, in every success, and if you don't find him in everything, it's easy to forget him and everything mm. and then navigate without him and miss your anointing. So mm. I'm just like, I'm just seeing how he's in every, I'm just, this has just taught me how he's in everything and I don't, I just never want to miss that. And so I'm always just like, okay, where is God in the situation? Where is God in the situation? And if you are one of those friends that's sick of hearing from me, let me know so we can reevaluate our friendship. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, but yeah, I just think it's, I can't, I can't ignore the fact that God is in everything these days mm. because I'm seeing how when you don't see him in everything, things get missed and it, mm. and it gets sticky and it gets messy. And I just, I, I'm, I'm also realizing I like peace. I think that's one thing. I don't want peace. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm the opposite. <laughs> literally, I've like, literally I've, I've come to the conclusion that I really like peace and not just normal peace, but the peace that God gives. Yeah. And it's so easy for the, every aspect of relationship that we talked about to bring you a lack of peace yeah. if he's not in it. And I'm just mm. really in a place where I'm really enjoying God's peace yeah. and want to continue. And, and to do that, I have to be obedient to where he is in all those situations. So that's what I've learned. That was juicy. Yeah. All of these answers were really good. Well done, guys. Oh, this has been beautiful. Oh, oh my gosh, it's over, guys. Oh, it's over now. It's over now. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, God bless you guys. So, thank you so much for, for going on this journey with us. Um, still going oh, sorry. Though. We've got like, you better be quick. Oh, They're going to cut us. Quick okay, quickly pray for us. So I feel like we should make this new thing that we're going to close every season with a prayer. Amen. So, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father God, I just thank you for this season. I thank you for every guest that we've had, every topic of discussion that we've had. And I thank you for every listener that has tuned in, whether mm. every single episode or whether one or two episodes. I pray that lives have been touched. And I pray that the seeds have landed on good soil. Mm. Father, may we never forget you are in everything. May we never try and live lives that are separate from you and sprinkle you on top of our pleasing. Mm. Father, may we sub- be submitted to you in everything everything and every decision oh god may we be humble may we never think we've arrived because honestly even our righteousness before you is like a filthy rag Mm -hmm. may we remember that we need you you are our source and no good thing exists outside of you Mm -hmm. every good thing is in you you are goodness itself let us dwell in your goodness all the days of our lives and we just ask oh god that every single person listening and even us here that you would search us do a heart check Check on us and, and and pull us up in our mess, oh Lord, that we can walk in righteousness, that we can walk obedient to you because it's obedience that produces holiness. Mm. Holiness is what you require and desire for us, oh God. So we thank you for every lesson learned. We thank you for every journey that you're taking us on and may we ever continue. We love you, Jesus. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Intentional Amen. summer, baby. Amen. <laughs> <laughs>